I think running your own business is a challenge every day. You don't know what's going to come next, you know, whether it's an HR challenge or, you know, a strategy challenge or anything like that. And the simple answer is um, the benefit of being an entrepreneur is you overcome it by having ambition and passion. Hey, welcome to My Company Story. I'm your host, Don Burge. My Company Story is a podcast where I get to interview some of the most interesting business owners and CEOs about the challenges that they've faced and how they've overcome them. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm here with Mike White. Mike is the CEO of Lively. Mike, welcome to My Company Story. Hi. Hi. Mike, can you tell uh, our audience a little bit about what, uh, what Lively is, what you guys do, who your audience is? Or tell us a little about the company. Sure. Uh, so Lively Worldwide is a creative agency and we specialize in what we call live marketing. Um, for us, live marketing is the integration of content, digital and event production. And through our kind of passion and understanding of technology, we've been able to build an agency that we consider is built to be future focused that allows brands and businesses to reach and engage their audiences through live experiences. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Mike, can you t- tell us a little bit about how are you guys set up? I mean, you're here in the Los Angeles area. Uh, you have a English accent, I noticed. <laughs> what? Tell us a little bit about uh, how you guys are set up in the, in the US and the UK. Sure. So um, I ran a, uh, an agency for 14 years in the UK. And um, it was very successful, won a bunch of awards. One of my biggest frustrations with the growth of the industry was the UK and particularly London became very small. And there were lots of agencies competing for the same projects. And it suddenly became a very large industry um, competing for all the same briefs. And I realized that obviously like everybody, the world was going digital and I needed to understand what an agency of the future looked like. So I decided to develop a business proposition and strategy that took the concept of having one office with 40 people in it, which I had in London, and making that more digital and more global. So we have a UK-based core business in, based in London, And I have been lucky enough to win clients in Europe and the US. So our business plan is built around a business, a global business with a core offering in London with satellite offices and skills in on the West Coast, the East Coast of the US and in Europe. So I, after running an LLC over here for two years, uh, but but operating it out of the UK, uh, I have now moved out here to build that US operation further while being the CEO of a global agency. So thank you, Mike. So what would be your, what do you do for those clients and who would that, who would an ideal client be here in the US and what would you do for them? What's, it, what's an example of, of the kind of project your agency does? Sure. So um, we used to be, my old agency used to be purely business to consumer. So I started off in the music festival industry um, and I was very fortunate enough to be set up by Virgin to run all of their sponsorship programs. So uh, now we are 50% B2C and 50% B2B. 
And my ideal client is a client that realizes the world's changed, realizes that traditional marketing doesn't work anymore, that people aren't at home watching TV and waiting for the next Guinness ad to come up. They want to go out and have experiences. And the, the important factor here is those experiences are both physical and digital. So it's important for, you know, we work for brands that basically want to go out, reach their target audience and engage with them across both the physical and digital landscape. So what does that look like, Mike? I mean, what, what would be a brand name, if you don't mind telling us a, like giving, give, me, give us an example of, of a brand and then what you would do for that brand, digital and live. Um, so a beer company would come to us and either say they want to do a consumer event or a business event um, or a campaign. Our recommendation would be to create a live experience that live experience will be based on insight gleaned from how their audience consumes media, what their brand story is, and that's a really important factor here, and what their business product actually is. We take those three things, form an insight on the best way to engage with their audience, and then we will create experiences built around those storylines. So what would be an example of an experience? So, so let's say Guinness Beer contacts you and they say, we'd like to promote our beer in uh, California. What would be an example of, of what, what would you do? What's, what's an event mean? Um, well, I'll, I'll take a kind of a traditional format so everybody gets it. But, you know, sponsorship is a massive business and always has been. NFL pretty much invented it in my mind. And now everybody's learning from that. And actually, to be honest with you, I'm going to flip and use NFL as an, as an example because I think they, they've invented what I believe is live marketing. All right, perfect. They are built around a sporting event. Luckily, it's their own sporting event. But that sporting event, the content that they put out across channel is just as important as that live audience. And actually, to give a modern-day example, look at eSports. You know, eSports are creating incredible events those events are either the younger generation playing these games from their bedroom, capturing it on YouTube and streaming it themselves, right through to massive stadium events for people like Call of Duty. And if you look at what Call of Duty are doing, they are doing a stadium-based event, but they are not only hitting millions of people live in that, they are live streaming it and hitting even larger numbers and then they are taking that content from that event and creating legacy campaigns as well. I so see. from that just one live event, they aren't just hitting the million and a half people at the stadium, they are hitting 10 times that from a digital landscape point of view. I see, and so that's what you're talking about. That's what you and your agency would provide to somebody would be that live experience and then, and then leveraging that live experience to go out to uh, 10 times that number of live people through digital media that's out there. 100%. And my, my perfect example is if you compare that to 10 years ago, what brands would traditionally do is they would go and spend, let's say, $5 million on a TV ad. They would fly themselves, you know, they would create a studio somewhere in the world, fly out a massive studio team, shoot an artificial experience, you know, right. an ad in a set and then they would put that out across TV channels. What I'm saying now is take that 5 million and create a series of live events that engage with your audience 
and content and digital and engage in your, with, with your audience in a far more uh, real-time strategy. I see. Is it, is it safe to say that's something that that's what Tesla has done? I mean, they have not bought, to my knowledge, any advertisement. They've created all of these events and then everything is going out digital from there and they, get, they reach a massive audience from that. You know, to be honest, yeah, Tesla and Red Bull kind of sum it up for me. You know, ironically, just thinking about it, you know, both of them have created an event around shooting something up into space. Right, they haven't, they? Into a content series. And that's absolutely it. That is, it's, to me, you know, it's an absolute no-brainer. It's just pure modern marketing. Um, The important bit is taking, taking all the learnings from traditional marketing, but just applying them to the right modern day platforms and technologies that consumers are using. And that's, I, I love to use a term called future focused because I believe what we've managed to create is an agency purely focused on the future. So Mike, let me, that leads me to my next question. If you, and you said earlier that traditionally or years ago, uh, someone wanting to get their product, they would buy, get a studio, they'd film something, they buy a spot ad, they put the ad on TV, that's it. <sighs> Nowadays, they're creating events and the events are being leveraged out. So fast forward now five or 10 years in the future, where do you see the, 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 the industry, your industry going? Um, well, I personally believe agencies like ours will end up either helping adapt or changing the way advertising is done. And so, you know, we all know that the traditional agency model doesn't work anymore. And I believe that we will, well, I've seen insight built around it already. We are already redefining what integrated means. And integrated means, you know, that agencies and marketing departments, client marketing departments will come together and focus far more on the customer experience rather than the messaging that just goes out. Right. Right. Good. That's fantastic. Now, Mike, what differentiates Lively from another competitor agency that would be offering similar experience programs that you guys are doing? I mean, why, why, why Lively, if, I, if you had to answer that question? Um, because we've integrated three different disciplines. We have put content, digital, and, and events together. And that's where a lot of the traditional, let's say experience, you know, experiential is a massive growing market. And, you know, we are part of that market. All I'm saying is, is that, you know, we aren't just creating events and generating PR or, or traditional media. We are generating experiences and deciding where those experiences can be. So clients can ask us, you know, we're doing a lot of work in digital because, you know, we're just about to uh, redevelop a a piece of activity for an automotive company where we are developing an interactive digital touchscreen. But the difference for us is we're making sure that touchscreen can work on your mobile, on a screen in a retail store, so that the, the technology is adaptable depending on where you take it. Got and it. it's purely built around the digital experience. Got it, fantastic. Um, we're live streaming content, you know, but we're live streaming it based on, you know, we've developed quite a simple model of a tourable studio. But that studio, um, has basically reinvented the green screen scenario. So we'll create green screen content from events that make it reusable. Fantastic. Uh, Sorry. 
No, that's great. That that helps explain a lot about why why Lively and why you guys are, are at the top of your industry industry like that. Mike, let me pivot a little bit now if I can. And uh, as you know, before we talked on the show, I ask every entrepreneur and business owner who comes on the show about the challenges that you've faced and how you've overcome them. And I know in your journey, especially from the UK and coming over to the US and with the agency business changing so much in your career cycle, you've seen a lot of those challenges. Can you address some of those challenges and talk a little bit about what that looks like? Uh, yeah, well, I think you'll appreciate this. You know, I think running your own business is a challenge every day. Yes. You know, you, you don't know what's going to come next, you know, whether it's an HR challenge or, you know, a strategy challenge or anything like that. And the simple answer is um, the benefit of being an entrepreneur is you overcome it by having ambition and passion. Um, you know, we were just talking earlier, you know, the benefits of, of being self-employed are you have the ability to pivot and adapt to those situations um, and learn from them and move on. And I think, you know, being focused on being an entrepreneur and being creative and leveraging those skills are the best way to kind of approach any sort of challenge, really. Right. Can you give us an example in your past, in your life, where what challenge you had, and perhaps it was in moving to the US or in dealing with this market over here. I mean, what challenge have you had and how have you overcome that? Um, yeah, oh, well, let's take the US one. Um, it's, you know, a lot of people thought it was a very bold move to relocate my whole family out to the US um, and, and also, you know, a risk. You know, it's very big risk trying to expand the company globally. Um, I overcame it by um, a lot of research, uh, a lot of understanding my market, my market that I'm entering into, and also network. I think network means everything. You know, being able to have um, every, everything from good clients to, you know, fellow entrepreneurs um, and specialist skills, you know, like lawyers and accountants that can give you good advice and you know you need to i think really and honestly have the confidence to realize that it's not a weakness to reach out and ask for advice right uh, um you know it's actually a fundamental part of being an entrepreneur you yep. need to go out there get get all the advice you can get and then it's down to you to process that and use that to make the right decisions right well said very well said Mike, I know you and I earlier were talking about the um, earlier in your career with the agency, you had uh, Virgin, I believe it was, as a client. And you mentioned about the importance of not having all your eggs in one basket. I mean, can you tell us a little bit about that uh, journey? Uh, yeah. Uh, again, easier said than done. Um, yes. You, especially as an agency, you know, you are nothing without your clients. And, you know, I was very fortunate enough that, the reason I became, you know, self-employed was because I was uh, recognized by an existing client that I had the ability to do something for them. So Virgin actually asked me to set up my own business. Um, however, they also gave me the advice that it's important to have multiple clients because you, you can't be reliant on just one client uh, because things change, strategies change, CMOs change. And so you need to be able to basically spread your business out and have multiple clients. 
Um, and that's exactly what we do is, you know, half of my challenge is I'm passionate about what I do. And so I actually like delivering the projects. However, I've got to ensure that I'm always looking not only six months ahead, but the next three years ahead. And actually, to be honest, that's what led to me changing my business model. You know, I'd run a successful agency for 14 years, but it only specialized in event production and pure experiential. Um, and luckily, you know, I read a book that said, if you didn't know what your company was going to do digitally in 10 years, you'd probably be out of business in 10 mm. years. And funnily enough, although I set that ambition, it took me another five to create lively and make it a digital based business. That's great. Yep. That's great. And I couldn't agree with you anymore about that book. I mean, I, as you know, I was in the printing industry and I think I, if I had read that book 20 years ago, I don't think I'd ever got in the printing industry. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> things uh, changed quite a bit in well, that area. I think, yeah, we've all heard the stories about Kodak and, right. and to be honest with you, that's one of the reasons which led me to be self-employed again is, you know, I, I did work uh, client side and, you know, I, I kind of, moved up the ranks of a, a big corporate business for eight, over eight years. But I saw, I saw senior people not listening to advice and, and, you know, creating brands or even buying brands and not, you know, uh, find, uh, following the, the kind of brand guidelines and the principle. You know, we, we bought a successful um, brewery retail brand and actually the owner had written in his brand manual, do not open more than 60 of these within the UK. But, you know, the business had bought it and committed to opening 300 of them. And within three years, that brand didn't exist anymore. Wow, wow, wow. Yep, there's a big difference between large organizations and being self-employed in the small companies, aren't there? Yeah, well, there's the, they call it the oil tanker. You know, you try and change a large organization, it takes years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the trouble is, in this modern world, you don't have years to pivot your business. You've got months sometimes. Nope, nope, that's very true. Mike, let's wrap it up a little bit here on the final uh, stretch. What Do you have any final words of advice for other business owners that might be listening to this podcast? Um, go with your gut. <laughs> if, you're, uh, if, you're, if you're talented and you're supposed to be you know, running your own business, your gut instinct usually is right. Yep. Um, and that sounds obvious, but sometimes, especially when you've got lots of people around you, it's quite difficult to learn, uh, to listen to your gut instinct. And also, you know, my other bit, a bit of advice, which I got from my brother from, uh, he, he was fortunate enough to do, do a TED talk and had a coffee with a, um, uh, a, an entrepreneur that I think had successfully um, started and sold 20 different businesses wow his one piece of advice was when you're employing people don't consider them to be entrepreneurs like you so many a large proportion of people want to have a clear set of guidelines a very clear job description and they want to do their job um, and they need guidance and support because at the end of the day everybody's human so don't think everybody, don't think you're going to end up with a company full of entrepreneurs like yourself. <laughs> right. Just very skilled people that want to do their jobs. That's well said. I think we'd like to end it on that. But before we do, Mike, how will someone get a hold of you? What's the best way for people to, to reach out to you? Um, uh, hopefully, I'm, I'm quite prominent on LinkedIn, uh, Mike White at Lively, um, but also um, my email, um, if everybody wants to reach out, mike at lively.agency. 
um, I'm always open to people reaching out to me. Fantastic. Mike, thanks so much for your time today. It's been a great interview, and I wish you the best of luck. Hey, thanks for listening to My Company Story. We have new episodes coming out every week, so please subscribe if you like this. And if you'd like to hear previous episodes, you can go to mycompanystory.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you or someone you know would be interested in coming on the show, please email me at don at Thanks for listening.